Happy Friday, y'all. Sorry for the tardiness. We just had some technical issues that we were dealing with. However, uh, thank you for joining us on WWT Live. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, you first saw the first um, slide of Bray Wyatt. We're going to get into all of, well, we're not going to get into that. We're just going to talk briefly about it. Uh, it's hitting a lot of folks, including us here at WWT. Uh, we're going to talk about Soraya. We're going to talk about uh, Charlotte Flair and so much more. Keep it locked in, y'all. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one, zero. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ooh, happy Friday, y'all. And the lesson of the day is don't have pizza in the middle of the day because you're going to want to take that nap and lose track of time. So here we are. That's not why we're late, but that definitely prolongs the target. Uh, but we're here on a Friday, and I am so I'm, I'm I, I love the fact to be uh, debuting uh, this 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 track. Shout out to Dylan in the chat, uh, but he's in. Oh, that's the wrong one. Dang. <laughs> what up, Cedric? I thought I downloaded it. You know, I'm, I'm just. I'm just thankful that that wasn't the other one. So Oh no, I'm, the other one's happy, downloaded. So keep on I'm talking. I'm thankful that wasn't the other one. But uh happy Friday. It's a somber day for a lot of people. If you're a fan of Mr. White, follow the buzzards, all the fireflies worldwide. We um just want to commemorate his legacy and all he brought to the industry and just be here for his family more than anything, those young children, for his wife Jojo. Uh, for his other children like he's a he was a great entertainer and uh there's a lot of his body of work that i know that we had we're going to be we were going to be blessed with that we're not going to be able to see anymore even thoughts of him being a producer after his wrestling career in ring would, was done i just just a very interesting space to be in and try to navigate today Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, we'll get more into it after. I mean, oh, here, here we are. Chuck, you. We got the sound right. We can't hear you. Oh wait. You're muted, sir. You're muted. And that's strike two and a half right there. Boom. There we go. Now there we're, we go. When I, first, when I first checked in, I thought we were on the air. I'm like, oh, we're going. <laughs> I thought we were we we're on the air. We we're having a, a lively conversation off air, but it is definitely. Oh, you thought we were live? Oh, yeah. No. I thought we we're. I honestly thought we were live. I thought we were live, and clearly, I thought wrong. I don't think the world was ready for that conversation. I don't know. Maybe. Oh one, yeah, one no. Day. Maybe oh, one day for that conversation. That's why you were going so hard in the paint. I was like, "Damn, you going real hard in the paint." Oh, but I, but I would have said that. I would have said that in in public too. Like, okay. to be honest with you, so I had no issue with that, but. That's not important at the moment. What is important is the stunning breaking news we got yesterday. That mm -hmm. that is to be the vocal point at this at this point in time. Well, um, before gotta, we do that, yeah, go go ahead. We do that, I, I just you know, give me just give me just no, no, two, two seconds of your time because uh, go right ahead. Because Dylan did Dylan put a lot of effort in this so I, I need to like give him a moment 
and give him the shout out because he sent me like over a hundred plus, uh, over a hundred plus gifts. Um, so shout out to Dylan in the chat. But here we go. Shout out to Dylan. That's that's it. That's it. I know. I know it was. You know, we going. We hopping back and forth. But um, oh my god! <laughs> I, you are right, Bosa. Dylan is a gift master. With with that, how I'm tying that in is you. You know, I. I, going to what you were saying, Chuck, just appreciating people for the work that they've done. And, and the good thing about this entertainment industry and or, you know, the parents who take videos of their kids all the time or take family videos is you have those memories. And the fact that his body of work, like I remember when I got introduced to him and it was at the time that, you know, I was uh, co-host with Xbox. So I was like studying wrestling and studying journalism and how to put it all together. And like the Bray Wyatt family and the intro, I remember when I got to experience that, like we all, whether you like him or not, what I love about great wrestlers and great characters and great and when you have it all together it creates an experience that you'll never forget um so you know i can definitely appreciate that so sorry chuck continue what you were going to say no 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 not a problem at all that call was shell shocking we know bray had been dealing with health issues but we didn't know it was that serious matter of fact there was um reports that day he was close to a return he was just trying to get cleared yeah, uh, yeah. That, the reports over that week too. So for it to go from promising signs to the absolute worst was just numbing, absolutely numbing. And as said, touched at the top of this, you know, first things first, that man had a family, four kids, mm -hmm. four kids, correct? I want to say it was four kids he had, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And that's the most important thing at the moment that, you know, his family holding JoJo and the kids close. Um, we've heard reports that WWE is going to take care of them, which which is the right thing to do. Right. Um, that's first and foremost. That was, you know, a family man, uh, uh, um, a brother, a friend, a, a father. That's that's vocal point number one. The second vocal point is the the professional side of it. And we've talked about this briefly in the last couple of weeks that, you know, we were hoping for Bray to, you know, to come back, you know, creatively things would work out. You know, we all agree we we want him to win because we've all seen the bouts he's had creatively with companies in the past. Mm -hmm. And man, it's just it's it's like any great artist that passes way before their time in any kind of creative field. There's so much. There's gonna be a lot of what ifs, a lot of ah, if this rivalry or if this you know faction would have came together, if we would have seen the white six you know, format, you know, the, the fiend, I think it's going to be his greatest character next to the eater of eater of, of worlds, to be honest with you, that mm -hmm. character was over. It was a champion. It was moving merch. It connected with folks. The, the booking of it obviously is high, highly debated, but the bottom line of it is it was working. It was unique and it was working. And even with the eater of the worlds, like, you know, that's one thing about Bray, you know, from a creative standpoint, you got to give him his credit for sticking to his guns, man. Because no one in this business gets to the top and is memorable unless they stick to their guns like that. So you have to give him that credit. But I, I have to say the most impressive thing and the most important thing um, that, that I've read about Bray 
you know, everybody knows how much of a talent he was in ring, but everybody has commented how much of a great human being he was. And I feel in any professional field, um, it's more important actually to be a great human than be the best at your job. Because mm -hmm. I feel like being a great human will propel you further along with folks, even if you're okay at your profession. But the fact that this this man was excellent as profession and a great human being, you know, that's that that is that is you're winning. You're winning in life, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'll never forget Bray. I saw Bray's main uh roster debut at SummerSlam 2013. That was the Inferno match with Kane. And anybody who's been to an event in the last, you know, 10 plus years, that entrance, TK, you mentioned that too. That entrance, it was dope on TV, but to see it live. Like that's why we thought, you know, he was he was next in line as like taker in terms of that that paranormal kind of energy. Right. Because when those lights hit, it was nothing like that was was like that in, in not only in the company, but but in WWE, you know, in, in wrestling period, other than Taker. And you know, now we can really hold that moment close between him, Taker, and, and LA Knight at at a, uh Raw 30th when when Taker seemingly it looked like passed him the torch. I think that's going to be a, a a strong touched upon moment for years to come. I mean, and then another thing, obviously that that saddens is even more is half the Wyatt family is not here anymore. You know, including Brody Lee. So it, there, there's there's no silver lining to the situation. I, I I know usually you try to, but there, there is none. It's this is just a terrible situation, man. This 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 is it's a tragedy. And and I'm 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 still stunned. I'm honestly still stunned that that we're talking about Bray Wyatt in the past tense. We we had Kobe Day yesterday for eight twenty four, and even still talking about Kobe in the past tense, three and a half years after his passing, it still doesn't fully resonate. And it's going to be the same for Bray Wyatt. You know, talking in the past tense, I, it's going to be a long time. I think until thirty six years old, what far too young. Far too young to to leave us, man. But he left an incredible legacy for the short time he was here on this earth. Yeah. Uh, I see some and questions in the chat that I wanted to unpack. And um, you want to talk about Nikki the Denise asked fight? a very good point about, I, I guess, when's the right time to try to ask people their thoughts and feelings? Denise Saucedo asked a question to the Paul Wright, aka the Big Show, about his thoughts on Bray's untimely passing while she's out there uh, doing media for all in. A lot of people online are kind of tearing it apart, saying that it's uh, untimely. And we personally don't know if she was told to ask that question, if she got it cleared to ask that question before. Um, some people are calling it like Bush League journalism. And, you know, at the end of the day, she's probably just doing her job. But it's important to have empathy and also to read the room. And I would just hope that she cleared that with Paul before, so he wasn't caught off guard, or at least, um, you know, got clearance from the family of uh, Wyndham Rotunda to gather thoughts as well. It's journalism is a very slippery slope, and it's never going to be a uh, hundred percent perfect. Yeah. So, like, um, I remember when um, Kobe passed away, and the thing with journalism. Um, is, you know, the thing they brought up with Kobe and um, Denver and the whole situation. And that was what, like eight, nine years ago. And I asked um, one of my mentors who's been 
with NBC for a very long time. Like, why do we have to talk about like this man just died? Why do we have to talk about the fact that he made a mistake here nor there? He something happened years ago. And why are we talking about that? That's been, you know, that court wise, it was done. His wife is like, you know, forgiving him, all the other stuff. And she's like, well, as a, a person who is a public personality, like that's that's part of their legacy. And so, you know, with journalism at the, you know, the emotional part of it and the empathy part of it, that's secondary to getting the news, depending on who your outlet is. Um, so, you know, whether or not, it, it really just depends on, you know, I haven't seen the clip um, yet. I don't know who she's reporting for. Denise reports for a lot of different folks. Um, so I'm guessing there's a, there was a conversation that was had prior to that. Um, but TK, I don't mean to to interrupt, but I, I um so did Denise Salcedo ask something at a all in press scrum? Did something happen that like I, I didn't I don't know the story, so I need you to kind of quickly fill me in. I, I don't I don't know what happened with that. Um so Denise Denise is in all all in. Um uh, I think it's going on so quick. Uh Denise is in all in and she asked uh Paul about the the situation. And so I'm guessing Nikki had brought it up in the chat. So I'm guessing people, and I can understand why people would, people are, are questioning whether she should have asked because, you know, Bray literally passed away yesterday. Um, also that's, that's her own publication. And uh, so right. it, it and, just, and, you know. And when you just, say Paul, you mean the big show, right? Paul White? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so and the yeah. You also are you're supposed to, like TK was saying, your job is to deliver the news. You also have to have like authenticity in what you're reporting. And maybe maybe the goal was to deliver in a very authentic, vulnerable moment since it did just happen. This is always a slippery slope when bad news. And when you have to remember, it's not, I understand doing your job as a journalist, but you have to be a human first. You got to read the room. I can't say. I haven't seen the clip. I don't know what the... This is a slippery slope, man. I don't, I don't, I, I know this is obviously a hot topic you want to ask. And I, I don't think she tried to mean any harm to it. You know, I think Denise has always done great work in this field. Um, I don't think she's not the type that comes off as someone that's just, you know, fighting for a hot story or a hot yeah. clip. She, she's, she doesn't seem as that type of journalist. At least I've never met her, but as, as someone that's followed her work, she doesn't seem that type of journalist. No, so, it's also who you're talking to. Some right. people, um, for example, my father passed away four or five months ago. And um, I went into like a certain mode to take care of things. And if somebody right. were to have asked me the day of or the day after um, about him or who he was, I wouldn't mind talking about him. Right? right. Some people shut down entirely. Right. It really just depends on the relationship that the two individuals have. Right. I'm willing to bet that she has. Um, this wasn't the first time she talked to him. He probably knows her because Anissa's also worked with WWE as well. 
Um, she's right. done a lot of different things for for them. Um, or excuse me, as well as AEW. So I, I don't think that this was like he's never seen her before and he has no idea. And now she's asking these questions. Um, whether right. he knew or not, as far as it being recorded, that's a different thing. Um, but again, it, the reading the room part, it just really depends on as far as you being the um, the interviewer, the relationship that you guys have. Typically, if you have a good relationship and you see that when you interview folks, like we have people who've been on the show a couple of times, um, like you see that happen, that you have that relationship so you can get away with different questions and they don't, they trust you. They're, right. It's not one of those things where they feel like you're angling. Um, so, and I have met with Denise and I, and I've worked with Denise and, you know, I, I definitely, she, she's very good at what she does. And I'm right. really willing to bet that her relationship, um, like it wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I don't know him, but I think I'm going to get clickbait. Therefore, right. the case. absolutely. I, mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. Like I said, I've never met her, but I could just see as someone that watches her work. She doesn't seem like that type of person at all. So I think we got to give her that kind of benefit of the doubt, but it's, it's, it, and you're right. Everybody has a different coping system and it's hard to judge what the, what someone's coping system is, unless you really know them. Some people can talk out about it. Some people need a moment before they can say anything. So, um, yeah, but you also know that that's what you're going to be asked. Like, right, let's, also, right. let's also be, let's also be transparent. So let's put Denise and people who are, right. Um, they know what they're doing in one box, right? And then you have just in general, you know, when you, again, when when you when you are out there, and I, I don't want to like bring it back to myself on just giving you an example. Everybody called me, right? People called me, and I could choose whether or not I want to answer a certain phone call because I knew the conversation would go like this or the conversation would go like that. Right. No right. matter what the human. Um, people are, are curious. And if you are close to somebody and now you're in the public and now you're asking questions out of 10 or 12 journalists, there's going to be one, whether you know them or not, that's at least going to try. And so you, right. the person who's receiving those questions can either say, I don't want to be asked that. Cause I've been in interviews where right. I give you a, a, a list of things like y'all can't talk about this. Right. So there's that too. So there's there, there's a lot of give and take. Um, again, I, I think I, I don't know Chuck. You saw. Um, I don't know Cedric. You saw the clip. I haven't seen the clip. I'm just kind of going after what the questions are. But there's a lot of give and take, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of runway for it. And I get that it has nothing to do with AEW All In, but it in her defense, it is something that affects everyone. Right. So. Right. Um, with that being said, uh, I mean, it's, and that's why I really don't like, um, and I think we were talking about this offline too. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, um, you see the impact he, he had, um, just through social media wrestlers and people who are fans of wrestling people who are fans of his work, etc. Um, but it's just kind of like. I don't really like tackling stuff like that, you know, definitely give them the flowers and their praise, but it's just kind right. of, you know, what the family's going through and all that stuff. Um, and there's never a good way to segue to something else. So we're just going to segue to something else without trying to figure it out. So yeah. uh, what do we Go have? Go buy some Bray Wyatt merch. All the proceeds are going to be donated to his Absolutely. family and his children. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, d uh, thanks, Dylan, for that clip. Um, I'll play it. Uh, I'll play it when I get it, or a little bit later. I'll watch it first and play it. We'll see if it's worth um, playing it. Uh, but what do we got next? So before I get the match that's happening, it's the AEW Women's Championship match. Saray has been reflecting on her her run uh, these past several years ahead of WWE. Or sorry, ahead of AEW All In. Uh, she did an interview how she's talking about how she's going from being in a small city in England, going to a smaller company, doing the whole independent circle, and then ultimately getting to WWE. Um, and she never thought she would be somebody that would actually leave WWE. She never thought back in 2016 she'd be where she was today because she was such a WWE loyalist. But all in all, she's just lucky to feel that she feeling that she has being with AEW and that she's very excited at this part of her career. Um, I ask you guys and guys and, and guys and girls in the chat. How do you feel about Soraya's comeback? Because that's essentially what this is. And now she gets to wrestle pretty much in front of her hometown where everything began at possibly the biggest uh, wrestling show ever. I put this in the same category as Edge, as Daniel Bryan. These are medical miracles, first and foremost. So the fact that she's even back in the ring, you know, is amazing and should be commended. And, you know, AEW has been extremely safe in trying to keep her safe. I know there's certain bumps that she can't take anymore. And everything has gone fine so far. So uh, from a storyline standpoint, I wish the outcasts were a little bit. I wish they had a couple more W's to be a more valuable threat in the women's division. Because that's a great, that is a great group right there. You have three of the most decorated women's wrestlers in the past decade. And it just seems like they haven't fully hit as much. So I feel even with. Tony Storm, the AEW Women's Champion in the stable. So I feel there is so much more that that stable can do. And of course, we've talked about the booking of the women's division on this show many a times. Um, overall, it's just good to see her back in the ring. I hope they give the outcasts more of an edge, more W's on the, you know, make them a viable, menacing threat, you know, in that division. But it's just good to see after everything she's been through, it's just good to see her back in the ring. And then to go back home now in front of a crowd like that, beautiful. <laughs> um, uh oh, no, is that long pause? Oh, no, no, no. I, I was, I'll be honest, I was halfway listening. I was listening to the clip from Denise um, right. that uh, Dylan sent. Um, you know what? We won't even talk about it. It's, it's her clip. People take that. You take with it what you what you want. You got our opinion as far as journalists, etc. Um, I love the. I, I definitely agree with you. The fact that Soraya, like being so young, while she was with WWE, and then like looking at your career, like this is all you wanted to do. You finally get to do it. You get injured, and then you don't know if you're going to do it again. And now, you know, at that time, you have you're looking at your life. Because, you know, you're not at the, you know, the part where it's it's not like you're 60, right? You're looking right. at your life and you're like, I have all of this runway to go. What am I going to do now? This is all I've done. This is all I've known. And be right. able to be able to get that second chance um, to go at it um, is great. Do I, do I, I don't know. It's, it's a kind of a catch 22 because you feel like because some of these, wrestlers in particular the women some of them that are coming from wwe you feel like well they've already proven themselves so therefore they should automatically have this 
runway and this pathway to get the belt or have an exciting storyline. And that often hasn't happened. So that's kind of disappointing. However, this is a whole new company and it's almost, it almost kind of feels like, okay, well, you're starting here now and you have to make, you have to build your way to that. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't like that. We've talked about it plenty of times and we've been on plenty of media calls um, with AEW asking Tony, Tony Khan about, you know, the booking of uh, women wrestlers. Um, it's not the greatest, um, right. but for somebody who is an athlete and they've gotten to do this all their life and they had a, a break and now they have this opportunity and also to do it in front of their um, their home country. I mean, you can't take that away. Right. Yeah, you kind of have to you can kind of say they kind of booked themselves into a corner. You really have to pay it forward. And it's almost a disservice to uh, Sheeta recently gaining the AEW women's title because maybe there's another storyline there if, if Soraya wins the belt off of her outcast teammate there and we can critique AEW booking up and down the entire card especially leading into all in especially what they just did with AR Fox was really weird yeah but, I, didn't, I didn't get but, that why did they switch them out at the last minute I, I, I have no clue but definitely weird but for this to be like a big moment, such a big show, and they're already hitting their gate numbers, record sellouts, hometown for Soraya, they they have to pay it forward. I feel like that was the big reason they signed her. For her to have that moment will pretty much leave a lasting legacy on this company for years to come. Yeah, that was a weird booking decision. I mean, Christian Cage obviously is a bigger name, but they spent that time building up that angle they went to the Indies, you know, with Sting showing up at AR Fox's uh, spot. It was building up nice. And that when they did this abrupt, you know, I can understand if they would have lost that match and Swerve would have turned on him afterwards. Okay, that makes total sense. But I was sitting there watching that Dynamite highlight like, wait, the, the pay-per-view is Sunday. What? You what just killed, you just tried to kill my homie a couple of weeks ago, but you gave me my first job, so I forgive you. That's, and that, that's basically it, what it was. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe AR Fox is hurt. Maybe that that's something that we don't know. That maybe they because had to take him out. I think the consensus was it might be like a travel issue, but right, mm. just like. But wouldn't if, they have if, known that? Actually, they wouldn't know. I know she's AEW, but I, I mean, yeah. we saw what happened with what was it? Was it Ray Phoenix or was it Pentex? Someone correct me. Which one of the Lucha Brothers? Ray Phoenix. Another travel issue is what they're right. They're so saying. They, they put, they gave him the hammer time, and they wrote him out of the storyline for Stadium Stampede for with that reason. And you would, and I asked again, wouldn't they have known, you know, a trap? But I, I, I guess not. No, they, as as I, I, I feel like as as an immigrant here, I think that um, people here, especially American companies, sometimes take things for granted, and they don't realize that like. Things are different. Like you, like okay, I'm going to another country. All I need is a passport. It's like no, no, no. Like there's so many other guidelines and things and immigration things and all that things. Like if that's the case, it's more of a travel issue. You wouldn't think if you never had any issues traveling, you wouldn't think to bring up those issues for right. other people. 
So yeah, when I mean immigrant, meaning that you're traveling to another country. So why I'm saying I'm immigrant, I'm very much aware of traveling to different countries. Like if it's a Commonwealth country, you can do certain things. If it's not a Commonwealth country, you can do certain things, going to some certain embassies, stuff like that. If you are in America and you don't really travel as much or you're kind of almost like a Tony Khan where you don't have to worry about those things, you're not thinking of right. all the possible issues or the possible places or the things or all this other stuff. And um, somebody, somebody in the staff must have missed that because that's when you pay people to double check those things. Trust me, working for other working for companies, they yeah. I have to remember that. I have to remember that for them. Like, hey, by the way, we should do da 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 to make sure. So you know, yeah. Shout out to the Commonwealth. See the, the Commonwealth. You have a Commonwealth passport. You have some benefits having a Commonwealth passport. A lot of people don't know that unless they're like there's all these nuances, but we don't know for sure. I don't want to go on a tangent. Um, right. But put some respect on Motor City TK, Miss Worldwide. <laughs> with that being said, do you, think that, um, do you think with AR there is a possible um, like makeup for All Out next weekend? You you just took me out of a mass wrestle for 80,000 people. Ain't no way to make that up. Are you kidding me? I'm just... I, it, no, there is there 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 is no makeup for that. So unless it is a visa issue or he's hurt, there's no substitute for for being pulled out of a match that big. There is. Just got kicked out of the uh, local embassy. So I don't, I really don't know what the follow up is to be honest. But... Yeah, if it's if it's if it's not an injury or a visa issue, I I would be pissed if I was AR Fox right now. Definitely, I I I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, what do we got next? Are we going to stay on AEW here about Tony Khan addressing a billion dollar offers he's gotten for the company to go public? Yeah, let's let's talk about the fake TK. <laughs> With the biggest show in the promotions, short history coming up in less than 48 hours, AEW's Tony Khan sees me in the right mood to talk business. Speaking to the Hollywood Reporter, and matter of fact, I have that article bookmarked. I got to read the rest of it. About whether or not the company is yet as profitable and Khan says he's received some big money offers to outright buy AEW. And this is what Tony said. And we and I quote, we have an evaluation of, well, people have approached me with about a billion dollars. So the business has grown. I'm not turning over huge cash profits. But our, as we approach the new media rights renewal, that, that is really the key not only to weekly profitability and cash flow, but also another large multiplier on top of the business evaluation. Khan has declined to name any interesting parties who have made thrown out any offers, but it's clear that the 40-year-old does not intend on getting out of the wrestling business anytime soon. I'm not interested at this time. And that's what Tony closes quote. I read this and I can think it's WCW being bought by Time Warner. Tony, don't do it. <laughs> I I I know obviously the bag would be elusive, but I think Tony loves what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if somebody else gets a hold of it, they're not gonna get it. They're gonna try to turn it into WWE light and it's gonna fuck up everything. Excuse my language, but that's just where I see it happening. Do I but see the company give it more structure and possibly better booking? I'm just gonna be devil's out here. Too many chefs in the kitchen, man. Like, look, the cons is a is a unique situation. They, this is the one family in wrestling that has more money than the McMahons. You really don't have to play the public. Vince, up until the Attitude Era, I mean, just past the Attitude Era for the company went public, he was gambling his life <laughs> trying to keep WWE afloat, mortgaging against his house. Remember, he bet everything for WrestleMania 1. So 
just not. So they have room as a family to maybe take a loss for another year or two and make this thing, you know, more profitable. I I don't I don't I I just think if they put it in the hands of somebody else right now, that company the company is going to fall off. I really do because you need the right creative people to keep the thing going. Is it perfect? Hell no, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not perfect by all means. I know people in the comments talking about, and I know Cedric said about giving it more structure. It's not perfect. But they're a young company. They're still trying to figure it out. That's what I was going to say. They're five even, years old. Even if it's, even if it's, okay, even when I talk about So what if we continue this on for another five years? Didn't it, it, the fake TK just came out dressed like a leather face <laughs> with a fake chainsaw a week ago. Lending the credit, lending the thoughts of like he wants to be a part of the show too much. Wouldn't structure help them hey, reach their tangible hey, hey, goals that they want to hey, reach? AEW got a hundred k to do that that hardcore match. That's an easy hundred thousand dollars that they got for that, and it was better than what was the 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 match? They get a man that actually is built like Leatherface. What was the There's match? Nobody in the back that can dress like what, Leatherface. Tony what, had to do that. What was the match during the pandemic when it was a movie tie-in and Miz got hurt? What what somebody in the chat give it to I me? I want to say it was Walking Dead, but I'm thank not. Thank you. I, I was sure. some kind of I can't remember. Somebody in the chat will get it. Somebody in the chat will get it. They got a hundred grand. I'm, for not, that I'm show. not criticizing the the bag that they got. I'm criticizing the fact that Tony dressed up for it. You couldn't get Luchasaurus to dress up in the costume. Somebody <laughs> actually everybody, looked every, menacing. Every, everybody would have known that, man. You yeah, know, but sometimes you have a P Diddy and sometimes you have a Suge Knight, like. The fake take the fake TK is the P Diddy of wrestling. Right. You know he was, but you know what? I I, I feel I, like we doing do we, I feel like a repeat of the nineties where we just doing stuff on television. It's like you rag Vince antics just to be on TV. That's that's what I feel like sometimes. I, I, I don't I don't doubt at all. He's gotten offers, but I don't see him. I see the company going public, but I don't see him outright selling the company. Well, I mean. I see that I'm, happening more than, than him outright selling the company, to be honest with you. I'm at the tail end of succession. I've finished all four seasons and just kind of going off of that and also having friends who've like kind of been in those situations, obviously not as big. Um, you lose, you lose your like ability to, if you, even if you go public or, you know, people buy in, you're no longer a hundred percent in control. And if you have that type of money where even if you do go in red, it's fine, then why would you want to sell? Like, right. and it is, and it is five years. And I know when I say that to some people, cause sometimes I tell myself it's five years. And sometimes I tell myself it's five years, they should get it together. But compared to WWE and, you know, we've seen the mistakes that they've made as well. Um, it's like, you almost have to give that, that time for the company to mature, whether he'll get it right or not. We have to just wait and see, but yeah. I know if I had that type of money, like, and you're offering to buy and like what you're offering is, you know, okay. You know, a couple extra dollars in the already big bucket that I have, it's not going to persuade me to, for me to sell. Why? No, nah, it's not. And I mean, shout it, to Dylan. Yes. We need to continue saying the fake TK because I'll tell you what. So, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, succession is a situation. Succession oh, is yeah. like AEW and WWE and like all wrapped in one. You can throw, you can literally throw succession 
and that template on any major like family situation. So anyways. Is that, is that Max? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. I haven't watched it, so. Oh, you have to watch it. It's all, is it on Max? Oh, yeah. Are you it, is. On- it, it, was, it was an HBO show. It's on Max. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we got next? How so Charlotte Flair is already thinking about her post-WWE career, and she's thinking about different types of ways she can uh, join other businesses. She's become a global ambassador for Smile Train. She's thinking about trying to join a movie or a series in her hopes, and also even kicking out the idea of possibly bodybuilding and joining that bodybuilding world, which I think is something that she would excel at. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys see Charlotte Flair landing uh, probably in the very near future, post-WWE run? She'll do yeah. some movie work. I think so. What do you think, TK? Um, I mean, she could do anything. Multiple streams of income. That that's what my my uh, journalism teacher like literally preached to us almost every class. Multiple streams of income. Charlotte Flair can do anything. I think she um like she could do the movies which will which will require her to like do put in work, but she can do stuff that has to do with hair like hair extension she can do make she could do a lot of different things because one she has the name behind her two she's she has a whole body of work like she can pretty much do any anything she wants to do and i'm all for it i feel like more wrestlers and i think they have compared to like the older generation they're they're doing businesses they're doing other things because they realize that this wrestling thing is not a life thing and nobody wants to be like 45 doing a drop kick from a rope if they don't want to because there's right. there's a big difference there are people who want to and then there are people who can't but they still need to do it because they need to make that coin so right. you know you want to put yourself in that bet the best position as possible that if you stop wrestling tomorrow you already have two or three different businesses you know running for you so i mean I think we talked about this with Xavier Xavier Woods a number of times in terms of people that have successfully branched out past the mat. Charlotte is a flair. Her daddy is is crossover into multiple, multiple fields of media. And I was late, 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 late into his career. So I have little doubt that Charlotte's going to have that. She already has that. She's a flair. So just off of that, she's going to have that crossover pill. But you add that on top of all the success she's had on her own term. You know, she's going to she's going to do her own thing beyond the ring. It won't surprise me. She takes some time out, do some movies. I mean, yeah, be fine. she's going to do a lot. She, she the sky's the limit for for her. Yeah, I think I think there's a long list of wrestlers that have kind of uh, graced that sculpting competition, bodybuilding stages, too. So I think she would fit right in there. That would be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, Bianca did one. Uh, was it the big game? that was recent? too? I think that was yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. So why not? You're already working out. Um, right. Add it, add, it, add it to the, like, I. That's, I a, that's a string type of discipline, too. Yeah, man. Man, I did it one time. I was like, mm, I'm good. Nah, we, we, for that amount of work for like less than seven minutes on stage, I'll pass. But yeah, we like, we like cake over here. So. <laughs> we, we not Cut doing that, Dylan. Cut that, <laughs> Do, do, do you see peaches, apple pie? I mean, we like cakes, <laughs> red velvet, chocolate. We like it all. We don't. I mean, we're not. We're not stressing our organs out for no for no stage time. 
It's no, crazy. Man. We got we even got the apple. We got the McDonald's over here too, man. We got pie all day over here, man. They still make that. Ask the rock about me. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ask the rock what, what we talk here. Wow. Right. Next, 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 next topic. TK, how we doing? I know we're we're running on time, but we'll, I go no, bench pressing the apron right now. I'll make the cake right after. <laughs> you lucky? I'm tired because I can just there's no let's, no let's, no additives or preservatives. <laughs> what's, what's what's the next story? What we got? What we got? How much time we got? Because I know we're we're running short, so I, I don't want to no, know. No, we good. What's we can continue important. on because we don't have a show after this. We're good. Okay. Uh, you already talked about that. We already kind of a lot of these stories. I'm just looking at the topics we've covered. It almost like sometimes two, two for two for three. All right, let's do let's do Mickey James then. If the article can pop up. <laughs> Oh, so Mickey. Mickey James says she's feeling good after she missed several months due to injury. James suffered a rib injury that forced her to relinquish her impact knockout world championships and missed several months. She returned to the ring in July and she will, will compete at Red Pro 11th anniversary show on August 25th. In an interview with Muscle Man Malcolm, she described how she's feeling uh, following her injury. She said, I quote, I feel good. I think it was a reset I needed and that I didn't need a break, if you will, that I didn't understand. I felt like I was going so great and really on a roll. It kind of sucked at the moment, but actually having the time off to be able to spend the summer with Donovan and take time to let the bone heal correctly. We had the desire. We feel we feel like we need to, oh no, I can just keep going, keep going spiritually, I think too. I need a little time, a little break, and I'm feeling good now. Always good to see Mickey James in the ring. I, we've, we've always talked about this. A vet, a respect, you know, I feel like in a way she's going to be like, she's like, I, I, I don't want to compare it to Jeff Jarrett, but I feel like, cause she hasn't had a, I, I just, I don't know why. I just feel like she's going to be like Jeff Jarrett and just keep having runs late, late, late into her, her career, man. Like, I like take over here. Um, but I thought she, didn't she go on a retirement tour? Look, look, man, <laughs> she, she's retired more than too short at this point, man. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> I love Mickey. Like, I think she's amazing. Oh, she yeah. is the catalyst to why uh, I started going back to live events. Like, my first live event um, was in St. Louis after or at the tail end of the pandemic. Um, so I definitely shout out for, you know, the peer pressure that she gave me to, like, go th go and do it. But um, I swear she there was, like, a whole retirement tour. Um, and, you know, that's not that's not happening. Nah, she's yeah, that's what tournament. I thought the last time she was on television. I thought that was kind of gearing towards the end, but that that just speaks to like the bandwidth this sport takes to takes on your like your body, on your mental. So just speaking about that with Charlotte, I mean, Mickey being older, definitely take the time for yourself. Like that will be there if you still want to pursue it. So I'm glad you got the reset that she needed. As as I get sound bites in the background, so. Okay. Dylan, I told, I, told, cool. I told you what, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, you good at what you do. <laughs> that I need, part. To start, I need to start chopping up some stuff and throwing it in the system. Y'all got to show me how to do that, man, because I, I can go local on that too. Dylan is Dylaning, Dylaning. You know what I'm talking about? Because, man. I need, I need the software. I need the software. 
whatever to you're the, using, sir. To clip? Whatever he just did. Oh. Because <laughs> that, that was what that was said like five minutes ago. That was instant. So so looking at our, our run, as we said, we covered like sometimes three stories in one shot. The last one I've seen wasn't fake Santana. Do we do wait, wait, what which one did I miss? Because I'm we only, like cake over here. I'm looking <laughs> good night, everybody. Have a good weekend. <laughs> We like cake over here. We like cake over here. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> the last story we have on the docket, I'm not even sure I want to touch it because I'm sure Nikki and Santana are going to want to fight. Actually, sorry, we, is that the one where you're talking about um, the fighting for our family for Soraya? Because we did no, I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about. I I already know if we bring up Hogan, the the the. Oh the no, we're not talking about. We're yeah, the front front row front row mafia is gonna want to. Oh yeah, you you missed that like offline. Uh, you're you're gonna throw me. You're, you're gonna throw me at the, the front door no, like Jazzy. But just just Jazzy. just the way that like, people people are um, the fact checkers got around to this on Twitter and uh, yeah, Hogan Hogan been lying in his interview. So that's that's all you need I, to know. <laughs> okay, I got it. I was like, I was kind of gl glowing over it. I'm like, I need to do some background work on on check on this one. Just oh yeah, no, 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 because it sounds it sounds interesting, but I'm not too sure. So okay, moving forward. Yeah. Dylan said we talking about cake now. What kind of cake y'all like? Like cake over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm mad. The TK about to get miles off of this. <laughs> the the ESP the ESP strikes oh, again. Uh, what we <laughs> What, what, um, well, before we, we talk about cake, fighting for my family, Thorea, and the possible um, sequel to that, um, what do you think? <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, where's the Where's the There we go. Yeah. What yeah. do you uh, Where What do you think? Um, what do you think it's going to talk about? Like, do you think it's going to talk about? Because I think the end of that movie, she just got to WWE, right? It, the, um, the ending is her beating AJ Lee, played right. by and Selena she, Vega, her first night on Raw, winning the title. There's a lot of stories still to tell. We like cake over here. And then um, maybe you can talk about like that that brief run she had when um, Charlotte and the other horsewomen came to the main roster, going trying through that, maybe overcoming this injury. I think that would be the biggest story. Especially if her big moment happens this weekend, yeah, you can write a whole right. script off of her, the uh, the physical therapy she done, the thought of not being able to get back to this level, and then ultimately performing in front of her hometown. I think that's what the second movie can be about. There, there, there is a lot of how deep can we go with it? You know, there's a lot of controversy. Oh, there, they're obviously. definitely not going to talk about. Her oh movie. man, so, but see, that's the thing. If you do a bio. My thing with Biles is either tell nah, it or or don't or don't tell it yeah, at all. Yeah, but he was like, just such a blip, though. They weren't even together for no. It, it, but year. but you know what? It you talking about all that? It no, nah, it was a negative. It was it was a negative part of her life, but it's part of her story. 
is yeah, part of that is part of that arc. Is yeah, it, is it pretty? Watching, Hell no. Is dude an asshole? Yes. Yeah, but if you're it's watching, not, but life is not movie. perfect. Yeah, life if you're writing not, a bio, then yes. If you're writing a book, maybe he'll get like a page or two. But if you're talking about a movie, like he'll be the person that like I already can see it. If they're talking about a movie and you want to include him in the movie, he'll be the person that she's walking with, and like her two friends are shaking their head. His name won't be like his name won't they won't say right. his name. Like it'll just be like a, there has a to be some acknowledgement to it because you know it's part you know. of the story. Yeah. There has to be some acknowledgement to it. There has to be because without it, without struggle, there's no good story. You get, that's just me. But I think, but if you're asking me, is there a sequel? Absolutely, there's a lot to tell. And I feel like if you saw her any biography, because of I was here at time with AEW, I feel like they just cut a lot out. I felt like it was very anticlimactic, her biography story. And they just didn't fill in the blanks because she's working across the street now. So Yeah. And Dylan has a good point. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, man, I wish I could bring some. Well, actually, The Rock has. Uh, wait, back up. No, 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 no. no. I, was thinking of, I was thinking of uh Dark Side of the Ring. We did Terrorists of the Territory. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think he I don't Wrong think it's exclusive, God. but I feel like yeah. Like it's not, it's that, that might not happen. I'll be surprised, but you know, I don't think the rock and for my folks who are listening, Dylan asked if, because the rock is pretty much still affiliated with WWE and the fact that's raised with AEW with that. And he helped produce the first movie. Would he produce the second movie? Right. I don't think so, but you know, stranger things have happened and right. rock. I don't know. The rock seems like if anybody can get it done, he can make it work. That's fair. So, yeah. We like cake over here. On that note. <laughs> on that note, what type of cake y'all asked? What kind what type of cake do you guys like since Dylan asked the question before we get out oh, of here? Jeez, man. All types of cake. Chocolate cake, peach cobbler, apple cake, apple, apple cake, apple pie. All types of cakes and pies, man. I got a sweet tooth and I'll just keep it like that. Oh what about like you, Sid? All right. No, I, I like Mickey's one. Oh, of course I caught that. No, of course I caught that. <laughs> TK, would you like to ask the question before we sign off? I I love beefcake personally. Oh, Nikki, that was a good one. Um, Stephanie saying red velvet. Um, Dylan saying uh, he doesn't discriminate. Um, it depends. Nah, I, exactly. I, like I make a real mean peach cobbler cheesecake every November. I'm gonna see if that I can touch it. Fire. Cheesecake. That sounds fire. I may need to come see you in November about that, Sid. Um, that's a good question. We can circle it all back around. Um, before I answer that question, uh, I like Dutch apple pie and chocolate cake. That's the two. Um, do you think WWE will tear up the script and do a two-hour tribute show for Bray Wyatt? I think that's well, something we've, we've all warned in the last 24 hours. I think, that's the, I think they're going to because they said they shut down everything when they heard the passing. Um, um, that's a I lie. Don't... That's a blatant lie, Santana. Cause we saw we we got film. Are you talking about Al Snow days ago? That's on film. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blatant what lie. What does everybody want? Okay. <laughs> what does everybody we need? Like over here. Um, that's a good question because that's kind of what we were talking about before we started the show, and this will be the last thing. It might be a little tangent tangent e, um, but. Um, with the tribute, 
sometimes and not this is just not this not just WWE this is kind of in general like when somebody passes away there's like this fine line to celebrating them and then I don't know I guess everybody grieves a little bit different and um to me if they do if they tear up the script which is definitely like what they should do but if they presented in such a way I don't know if I could personally watch that um I don't know for some reason I feel like grieving even though it's frontward facing like there's just a part of that um as a family like you might not be ready to see you know what I'm saying like yes he's he's gone and yes people want to celebrate celebrate him for all his accomplishments but then he, there's 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 a people who are truly like close to him and to see that like it it might be really hard like again like it took i think we didn't have a um a memorial for my dad until like six weeks later and that was still like you know a little jarring um so now to see that on tv like it's it's because now you're reminded of this person who less than 48 hours ago is gone. So I'm thinking more of the family. Like I understand that every like people want to 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 celebrate and talk and you know feel the emotions and all this other stuff. But it it it's I don't know if I were in that position as far as creative and creating that show. I don't know what I don't know what I would do because I do come from that side. It's like yeah, you want to celebrate him. And you have all this footage and he's done so many things, but then there's also this other side that like it's hasn't even been like 48 hours. Um, so I don't know. I think, and I agree with TK on that. I think they will prepare to do something larger on Monday. Uh this on the heels of Terry passing a couple of days ago as well. I think they want to honor both men and acknowledge it, but I think they'll do something bigger uh for Bray Wyatt in that regard. With, with more preparedness over the weekend. Yeah. Can, can um, I address something real quick? Sure. All right. So we're gonna we're going to address that right now. Accusations. These are not accusations. This is false accusation. And we we not we're not gonna throw salt on my name like that. We're not not doing that. But those are false accusations, and I'm here to deny every last one of them. What but, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> I put the comment on the screen. What, wait, where's the comment? I'm not seeing the comment. Is this one, is it this one? That comment? <laughs> and like oh, you I said, like a bunny chain. Oh. Accusations. These are not accusations. This is false accusation. And I false accusations. <laughs> But um, just like Eddie Guerrero, I think this is the first time somebody of the active roster has passed away since Eddie. So I, I expect her to be uh, the bell salute at the top of the show. And then also um, people tributing in their own individual ways throughout the show. And they'll, I think they'll do something larger uh, when they have the full three hours and more preparedness from the production side on Monday night. That's just my take. Yeah, I mean, uh, Santana did say, I think you mentioned it as well, they did it for Eddie. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. 
It, we'll find out in two hours. And I've realized my mic was was mute for the last two minutes. <laughs> Shouts out to the accusation. Shouts out to Rick Ross for that classic clip. And when she means bunnies, you know, she meant the blade and the bunny. Like, you know, that's what she's talking about. Yo, Dylan, you're working, man. Like, <laughs> wow. I don't even know. Uh, All right, I, yo, I, I, I tap out. I tap out. I tap yeah, out. I don't even know. I don't even know. We're going to help the world. Um, yeah, with out. that being said, it's, it's, it's that time. It's that time. I think we went through all the emotions, including the funny accusations. Um, uh, so, uh, Chuck, where can everybody find you? At the Old Soul HIP on IG. Check out On The Floor Productions. Check out our album, The Black Odyssey, our new single with Luna, entitled Summertime Never Ends. Uh, and uh, and uh, what's your name? And um, just remember this weekend that you got the whole world in your hands. Greatly put. Uh, <laughs> what's... What, Stephanie? All right. Um, said he said, where can everybody find you this weekend? I don't have no plugs this week. I just wanted to read this quote that was almost a year ago this month from Bray from his IG. He said, wrestling is not a love story. It's a fairy tale for masochists, a comedy for people who criticize punchlines, a fantasy most can't understand, a spectacle no one can deny. Lines are blurred. Heroes are villains. Budgets are cut. Business is business. But it can also be a land where dead men walk, where honor makes you elite, where demons run for office, and rock bottom is a reason to rejoice. It's an escape, a reason to point the blame at anyone but yourself for two to three hours, an excuse to be a kid again, and nothing matters except the moment we are in. Wrestling is not a love story, it's much more. It's hope. And in a world surrounded in hate, greed, and violence, a world where closure may never come, we all know a place that is, has hot and cold hope on tap, for better or for worse. We salute you, sir. May your soul rest. There it is. Uh, I remember when that came out. I think we even talked about that when we um, talked about it. So uh, with that being said, um, <laughs> with that being said, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back on Monday, but we also have our SmackDown after show. We have a post show for All In. We have a lot of things going on this weekend, so make sure to stay tuned uh, to us and all the things. Um, other than that, my name is TK Trinidad, and you can find me everywhere at TK Trinidad. And we have a lot of shows. Um, dang, said, where did you move the commercial drop? I didn't move it. Did you erase it? No, absolutely not. Where Where are we at? Here we go. Um, there's a lot of shows to check out. Um, with that being said, definitely check us out on Monday. Ciao, y'all. Hey, peeps. TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show. WOW post show, AEW Dynamite post show, Women's Wrestling Army post show, NXT post show, Impact Wrestling post show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live post show, On the Scroll, ROH post show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. 
Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs>